from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Dynamite weekly battles, rating shattered. This a revolution. This is changed to what the game is used to doing. This is all about that dark and light contrast. Welcome to the Fight for Wednesday Night Podcast. Welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am your host, Mike De Niro. Before we get into this show, I want to thank all our fans from all over the world. Thank you so much for subscribing to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast and thank you for following on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Today we announced a big announcement. I'm going to get into all the details of that as well as talking about the AEW Dynamite from April 28th, 2021. So, let's talk about the big announcement, the future of this podcast. Going forward, going forward, we are now going to make this bigger, better, better than ever. We are going to have an episode... A day, Monday through Friday, we're going to have new content for you every single day of the week, starting next week. So this week is the end of an era. The schedule that you see is completely done. We're not just talking about AEW. We're not just going to be talking about Impact Wrestling. We are going to be talking about everything. Professional wrestling is what I love. I don't just love certain promotions. I love professional wrestling. I don't care where it comes from. I love it. So let's talk about it. Going forward, Monday through Friday, we will be talking about the current product. Everything from Monday Night Raw, NXT, which by the way, I haven't seen the NXT show for quite a while. So it's going to be really interesting to bring NXT back to the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. Wednesdays we'll be talking about AEW. Thursdays we'll be talking about Impact. Fridays we'll be talking about SmackDown. And I know what you're thinking. Wait. If you're just talking about the current product, what about all the nostalgic shows that we love now? The Fight for Monday Night, WWE versus WCW Nitro from the Attitude Era. What about making an impact where we talk about all about the history of TNA Wrestling? What about This is Extreme where we talk about the history of ECW? Well, guess what? All that will still be included. Not only are we talking about the current product, but we will still be taking a drive down wrestling's timeline as we step into our wrestling DeLorean and we will continue to go forth talking about all the historic moments of professional wrestling. So, 
you are not losing anything here. You're not missing out. You're not going to lose any of the content that we currently have. We're just going to have a lot more, and we're going to make it more enhanced. Like I said, bigger, badder, better than ever. This is the last week of the current scheduling. Starting next week, Monday through Friday, I am so excited. This is going to be the start of a beautiful journey, and it's going to take this podcast to the next level. So thank you so much for supporting some. From day one, we have fans who been down since this has been the fight for Wednesday night. You guys stuck with me through all the changes, and I appreciate all the support, all the love, all the changes. Without you guys, this podcast is not possible. So thank you. I hope you continue to support. I hope you continue to ride with us on the Wrestling DeLorean and stick with us because it's only going to get better from here. Like I said, you are not losing out any content. We're going to just add to what we have now. So if you are a fan of making an impact, if you are a fan of the fight for Monday night, if you are a fan for This Is Extreme, you're not going to miss out. Those shows will still be available they will be in the bigger family of what is the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. So once again, thank you so much. If I haven't already mentioned it, please follow us on Instagram for all the news and updates about this podcast at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. We're going to be building other social networks here. We're going to continue to build our family and fan base because this is all this is all family. This is a community, and I want everyone to be involved in this show. I would love to take it to the next level very soon and start having live callers for this show. I'm going to do live streams of this show. We're going to be doing giveaways. We're going to be doing contests. It's going to be really awesome. Once again, I'm so excited for what comes next. But I digress. Let's get into the very last Wednesday after AEW episode that is just dedicated to AEW Dynamite. Let's talk about the AEW Dynamite from... April 28th, 2021. A really good episode to end the er, end this current journey with because next week being Blood and Guts, having that as the first AEW review of the bigger Wrestling DeLorean podcast is going to be just apropos. So let's talk about AEW Dynamite from tonight. This show started out with Team Taz getting the jump on Hangman Page during his entrance. They jump him. They hit... Hangman Page with a devastating powerbomb on the rampway, the entranceway. And this jump starts the matchup between Brian Cage and Hangman Page. I swear I'm not trying to rhyme there. But, I digress. What a great matchup this was. Brian Cage looked like a million bucks. If you ask me, this is the best Brian Cage since AEW. I really think that this was... uh, a good sign of what's to come for Brian Cage. He hasn't really been connecting on all cylinders since coming to AEW. This is not the TNA Impact Brian Cage. This is not the PWG Brian Cage that I wanted to see when he debuted with his company. So I am glad that he is showing signs of his old self because Brian Cage at one point was a world heavyweight champion in a major wrestling company in North America. So this is really cool to see him back to that level. If he continues to stay on this uh, path... I think that Brian Cage could definitely be upper echelon top 10 in the rankings. He picked up a huge victory on Hangman Page. Uh, Tony Schiavone called this an upset. I don't know if I would say it's an upset because, like I said, Brian Cage is a former world champion and Hangman Page cannot say that he has that on his resume. So, I mean, is it really an upset, Tony? 
I like this matchup. I'm going to give this matchup three and a half out of five stars. Really good way to start out. You know AEW's guilty as charged when it comes to starting the show out hot. So, I expected nothing less from these two when I heard that this was the match that was going to start out the show. Next, we get the Elite. They're in the limo this time. They said that they are not scared of John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. I think it was very interesting that Kenny Omega did not have his Impact World Championship with him. I don't know if this was filmed after last week and this was in a live show, but I would like to see him walk around with all the gold because that's kind of the character he's playing right now. He's calling himself the belt collector. He might as well walk around and show off all his belts. I was a little surprised that he hasn't been carrying around the AAA champion. They just say it because he's currently the AAA champion. If he's carrying around all these belts, you might as well carry all of them and make yourself look like more of a star, but whatever. They say that they're not scared of Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, but they're shaking in their boots. Tonight, we are going to see Michael Naka, Naka, Nakazawa versus Eddie Kingston. Kenny Omega, he, he doesn't want to step in the ring with Kingston, so he's throwing his little goons at Kingston. See how that plays out. Speaking of the Elite, we get the Young Bucks versus the Seidel Brothers. This was a fast-paced, high-action matchup, but the Young Bucks definitely are showing a change of attitude, a change of style, and they are definitely showing that they are adapting well to this new Don Callis attitude that they have and having Don Callis on their side because they did nothing but cheat, low blows, shit behind the, ref the referee's back. This is not the Young Bucks that we know and love. But, hey, the Young Bucks that we know and love was getting stale, so we might as well do something new with them, right? After the matchup, the Bucks obviously win, by the way. After the matchup, SCU, they interrupt. Kaz says that he said last year that their next matchup that they lose, they will split as a tag team. He still holds that... That statement still holds weight. He wants a match with SCU versus the Young Bucks. Christopher Daniels said that the Young Buck looked like two bitches. I can't disagree. So, I'm really interested because I know in the past, SCU and the Young Bucks had great chemistry in many of their matches. Some of the one-night-only matches that they had in CNA. Their latter war in Ring of Honor. Some of the PWG matches that they had. Shouts to Harley making noise in the background. What's up, Harley? I'm not even talking about Orange Cassidy this time, Harley. I'm not even talking about I'm not even there yet. He's coming up next. He's coming up next. Orange Cassidy versus Pentagon Jr. We had a one-on-one -on -one matchup. First time ever between these two guys. Pentagon Jr., he is accompanied to the ring by Alex Abrahentes. We have uh, Trent Beretta, who's outside with Orange Cassidy. I know. You love Orange Cassidy. Do, do you want to let the people know how much you love Orange Cassidy, or you want to stop barking, huh? All right, all right. Hijacking the show, I see. Hijacking the show like the Yes Movement. All right, back to the show. We have Orange Cassidy pick up a big, big victory here over Pentagon Jr. Pentagon Jr. is a former world champion in many different companies. Orange Cassidy's stock continues to rise. He is a star here that continues to blossom and bloom. So I. I like the victory for Orange Cassidy. I feel like after his Chris Jericho victory, there hasn't been much that they've done with Orange Cassidy, but I hope that that changes here with this big victory. We get the pinnacle and inner circle parlay, and oh my God, was this not the moment of the night for me on this show? This was just excellent. 
This was classic. This was historic. This was a great confrontation. The intensity is there. I cannot wait for Blood and Guts next week. This is going to be such a fun matchup. The promos that both these teams have been dishing out to each other are so believable that I I had my disbelief fully suspended and I cannot wait because honestly like Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. You forget with the, how good these promos are and how believable they are. You forget that this is a show. You really feel like they want to kill each other. So I think this is going to be very interesting next week. Blood and Guts next week is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Like I said, Blood and Guts will be absolutely insane. Sign me up for it. I'm all with it. I'm all in on Blood and Guts here. Next, before we even go to commercial, Nakazawa's in the ring and Eddie Kingston comes out. Before there's even a match, Eddie Kingston just destroys Nakazawa. Threatens to break his ankle. Kenny Omega says, go ahead, do it. It doesn't matter. Then he wants to throw out another goon at him. So he tells Brandon Cutler to go get Kingston. But Brandon Cutler's thrown out of the entranceway because he's been attacked by John Moxley. John Moxley then attacks, he attacks Kenny Omega. And Eddie Kingston and John Moxley wrap the chair over Kenny Omega's knee, well, his ankle, and threaten to break his ankle. And Don Callis said that he would give them anything they want. So Eddie Kingston said next week they want Nakazawa and Kenny Omega in a tag team matchup on Blood and Guts. Don Callis says he got it. So next week we're going to get that matchup. It will be Nakazawa, Kenny Omega versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Blood and Guts is really shaping up to be a great match. It's a one-show matchup, but they're putting good matches also on the card. So I'm really excited for that. Next, Taz is cutting in a promo. He is interrupted by Christian Cage. Christian Cage is saying that Taz wishes he was him. He wishes he could come back to the ring because he used to be a badass who would back up everything he says with conviction and make it look easy. Now he just talks a good game and stands behind all his men and then wants to take all the credit for all of Team Taz's accomplishments. 
he says that he will take out every member of Team Taz one by one and he will teach them a lesson that they need to learn. It's going to be a bitter pill to swallow, but they need to learn this lesson. So I look forward to Christian Cage running through Team Taz. I think it's going to be very interesting when Christian Cage and Brian Cage wrestle because I'm a kid, I'm a child, and they both have the same last name. Anyway, so... Next, we got a good women's matchup between Penelope Ford and Chris Statlander. Statlander picks up the victory. We got a video package by 10. He's saying he's doing this for Brody tonight. He has shaped his whole moveset after Brody Lee and that he is inspired by Brody Lee. And tonight when he wins the TNT title from Darby Allin in the main event, he will dedicate that victory to the one and only Brody Lee. Next, we get the Nightmare Factory versus... The Factory. The Factory comes out with the Nightmare Express, which is Cody Rhodes' tour bus. It is... This is just a crazy six-man matchup. I think that uh, Nick Camarado is really the star of this matchup. QT Marshall really still is getting to his own with his heel character, but so far is not doing too, too much for me. Always good to see Billy Gunn on the show. Always good to see Dustin Rhodes on the show. I like that the Gun Club got on this show as well because they're, they've are they been pretty much stuck on AEW Dark. At the end of this matchup, Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall are brawling all over. Cody Rhodes gets the upper hand, puts the figure four on him on top of the announced desk, even though that does absolutely nothing to enhance the move. But it is announced that at Blood and Guts, it will be Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall. Next, it is announced that on May 12th, now that, I really want to talk about this here. On May 12th, it will be John Moxley defending his IWGP United States Heavyweight Champion against the New Japan Pro Wrestling legend, Japanese wrestling legend, Yuji Nagata. This is Yuji Nagata's first match in the States on TNT since the 90s. This is insane. And this is also showing that the Forbidden Door has been kicked wide open because... New Japan Pro Wrestling and AEW are working together here. We're going to have an IWGP U.S. title match here on U.S. soil in AEW. If you would have told me two years ago that AEW and New Japan will be having matches like this on Dynamite, or they will even be working together, I would have called you a liar because of all the shit that went down between New Japan and the Elite. I'm so excited for this, and I'm so happy that we're seeing more interpromotional battles between AEW and Impact. Impact in New Japan, New Japan and AEW. This is just awesome. It's one big melting pot of professional wrestling and everybody's chipping in and everybody is just working together. This is very beautiful and I can't wait to see what happens next. They're slowly testing the waters here. Bringing over Yuji Nagata to face a John Moxley on this show is testing the waters, I'm guessing, for something bigger to come. Because I still have hopes that we will get the Bullet Club versus the Elite. Because the Bullet Club is still calling out the Elite. The Elite's walking around like they're the original Bullet Club. So we may still see that. And I think that this is just showing that signs of a bigger interpromotional war is to come. Also, Miro is officially on his own. He attacks Kip Sabian. That's really cool. But that was just a little side note. Happy to see Miro on his own. Long overdue. But I'm sick of him just doing these backstage vignettes or promos or whatever. Miro needs to get in the ring. I want to see more Miro in the ring. The guy's a star. He's a champion in the making. Let's put him in the fucking ring. Next, the main event. 
for the third week in a row. Darby Allen is defending his TNT title in the main event. He's going against Dark Order's 10, Preston Vance. Preston Vance looks like a million bucks here. I think that he needs to ditch the mask, but I understand why he does it because he's in the Dark Order and is an homage to Brody Lee. But boy, did he take it to Darby Allen. There was a couple points here that I thought they were actually going to pull it off and give Preston Vance the world, well, the TNT title and really make it a homage to Brody. But Darby Allen has just been on such a role as the champion the last couple months. I just think that he's getting better and better and his title defenses are making him a stronger champion and a much better champion. This was a great matchup. There was interference in the matchup by Ethan Page. He attacked Darby Allen. Sting runs him off. The Dark Order tells Preston Vance to take advantage of the beat-up Darby Allen, but he Preston Vance couldn't get the upper hand. He puts Darby Allen in the full Nelson, which Darby Allen rolled through to get the pinfall here, so Darby Allen retains. Great matchup. I'm giving it 3 out of 5 stars to main event this Dynamite. After this, we had... Sting and Darby celebrating, and then Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page attack Sting and Darby Allen. I I love that they are constantly showcasing this. I hope that it eventually becomes a tag team match between Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page versus Darby Allen and Sting. Also, it's interesting to see Lance Archer make the save on Sting again because a couple weeks ago Lance Archer was calling Sting out. Now he's saving Sting. I don't know what's going on with that because I still personally really want to see Sting versus Lance Archer. But anyway, that was AEW Dynamite for the 28th of April 2001. I enjoyed this show. Wasn't the best show in the last couple weeks, but I love how much they built up to next week's Blood and Guts. That's going to be a pay-per-view caliber show, and I am so excited for that. So this show for me gets a 3 out of 5 stars. Definitely a good dynamite. Next week is going to be even better. Like I said, starting next week, we are going to have a new schedule. Monday through Friday, we will be talking about everything. So if you want to hear about Raw, if you want to hear about SmackDown, NXT, I'm going to be talking about it all. If you still want to have your classic nostalgia shows, talk about old TNA, talk about old WCW, WWF, ECW, MLW, NWA, I'm going to talk about that too. If you want to hear some of the more international things, talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling NOAH, AAA, CMLL, if there's news, I will be discussing it. If there's big shows, I will be watching it and reviewing it. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for all the support. Make sure you tune in on Friday for the last episode of Making an Impact by itself. Making an Impact will continue on Thursdays as the bigger part of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. But make sure you turn in for that on Friday. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Love you guys. Stay positive. Stay strong. Stay hopeful. One love. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, 
your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.